Um, Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of It Starts With Action. Today I have Enrico with me who helps unleash people's leadership potential and today's topic is all about leadership, how to be a good leader and it's honestly super insightful. So yeah, let's just get into it. Never yeah. talk to someone who yeah coaches leaders so it's it's going to be super exciting to learn about you and your story and how you've got to where you are today and maybe like any you know regrets that you had that you could share that you would that would like you wish you knew when you were younger maybe to you know i i was very very fortunate i must tell you you know i got this question quite often lately for some reason and no i cannot think about anything that i would do differently you know that's good um and, and you know because i was fortunate that um that i you know today coaches leader uh, they talk about a lot there's a book from somebody called simon sinek you've yep. probably heard it yep which is start with why yep i like it you, you, yeah you've seen the ted talk etc and uh, without knowing it, of course, because it was not coded yet, I, I found my why probably when I was around 15. Oh, and, and so uh, And so I always follow that. And I think that if you find your why early, then it's difficult to have regret because you can mm. always say that what you did was because of what you really believed in right yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a bit like uh, it's a bit like the difference between you know trying 10,000 things and then after the the last one okay this is really what why I want to do this stuff and and really you know back where I started then I was in the Boy Scouts you, you have them in UK as well right mm -hmm. yeah. um, you know those ridiculous guys that goes around in shorts all the time and everybody laughed at them and no, I, 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 it's okay. I, I, you know, we really enjoyed that, and and I realized that um, one of the secret for me to to be happy is really to service other people. So mm -hmm. if if you what you do uh, is because you want to help or or be at service of other people, it's very difficult to get wrong. That's true. And and I think that you can do it at any age really because uh, you know if you have a friend uh, if you you know you volunteer with some association uh, if you are probably like you you know you're doing something with your podcast etc it's, it's, it's not just for you it's also for uh, make you know give visibility to other people so I think that that is very important plus I had a ton of fun you know outdoor and hiking and walking and and um, that was very good and I really enjoyed it. So no regrets. That is good. That is really good. And I've never, it's so weird. I never thought I would ever be a leader. I'm... But, but you see, but you see, this is very interesting to me. And, and because that's exactly what a lot of people think. And that's exactly what I want to tell people, you know, move away from leaders are born you know these are the, yeah. the leaders are these mythical creature that are born 
uh, I don't know, from a lake, uh, you know, in, in the Highlands, in Scotland, uh, during a foggy day, uh, you know, leaders are, every, everyone is a leader. You know, what you just said, you want to change others for, for the better, of course, help them maybe overcome some of the uh, challenges you had. That is our leader thing, because you're selfless, right? And, and I think also leadership, especially in these days where, you know, and, and yes, let's talk about my age, right? I, I, I was born, we did not even have a cordless phone, right? And my TV was smaller than the screen of my iPad today and internet was not a thing. Um, my grandmother, she was born, she had no electricity, right? Mm -hmm. So look at, you know, my, my daughter was born, she's uh, 16. Mm -hmm. So you also were born before the iPhone, right? Yeah. So look, look at the massive changes that, that, that there are in our life continuously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people are saying that there's going to be more changes in the next 50 years that mm -hmm. have been in humankind in the past 300. Wow. And look how much the world changed in 300 years. Mm -hmm. So what leader do really is to facilitate change. So I sit in the office every day. Every day, you, you know, one thing I did uh, in the last uh, 20 years, I changed nine jobs. So it's one every two years. Different yeah. country, different job, different position. So I arrive in a place, I'm new. And mm -hmm. the first thing that people do, they resist. Because you are change. They don't know you. What you're going to do? Are you going to be different? Are you going to be nice? Are you going to scream at people? Are you, they don't know you, right? So as a leader, I think that facilitating change is the most important thing. Because then you take away the, the anxiety that people experience every time there's a change. And could be any change. I, I, you know, I, I see my daughter. She moved. Uh, you know, she follow us. So she's she's sixteen. She's she moved every two years since she was a toddler. And uh, I also really moved every three years. Yeah. So exactly. So tell me about your experience. Was that you know I'm I, I've seen my daughter. It's not always easy, right? Mm, yeah. So, I found it. So, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> No, so I think that what you say that you want to help people through change, right? It's very, very important because that's what leaders do. And that's what I said, that I think you are already a leader. Maybe you're not a mature leader. But, <laughs> I, tell you some, but I tell you something. The, the beautiful thing about leadership is that no matter how mature you are you always have something to learn always yeah you never, stop. never stop you'll never stop learning and that's to me is what motivates me if you will it motivated me to find the job that i found and it motivates me to always get better you said it yourself you know help people to get the the best of themselves that's also what leaders do right mm -hmm. and and this drive to continually push myself and push other it's my motivation
Mm, yeah, I I think I like I, mean, I like the idea of being a leader because or coaches because you have to improve yourself. You can only like help people to the level you help yourself, kind of. So you have to push yourself in order to help other people. Um, so from your experience of like coaching so many leaders, I guess do you have any specific one that you kind of stands out to you and what's the like for us young gen z's who want to be a leader what should we be doing to make sure that we are on the right path to being the best leader that we can Is that a good question oh yeah yeah it's uh it's 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 a good question but it's also real you know it's relatively simple and and this is from my grandmothers actually you know that they knew nothing about leadership and nothing about you know uh, books about leadership but at the end of the day you need to be kind with everyone you know respect everyone uh, i think especially these days you know that there's a lot of talk uh, i'm sure also in uk about diversity and that's that's why i have this painting by the way you mm -hmm. see there are many different yeah. faces yeah and and they're all different orientation different color and and uh, the artist thought about diversity so that's why i bought it because it reminds me every day that i need to respect everyone so that needs to be your starting point and if you respect everyone you will win everybody trust because everybody likes to be respected i look i have not found one person so far in my life that did not like to be respected did not want to be respected for who or she, who he or she is right and and if you can do that then the rest is really natural and um the, once you have that and sometimes it's difficult because we all have our biases right we all think that you know maybe maybe this person does not deserve my respect or for whatever reason right mm -hmm. And then the important thing is that you ask when you you listen more and talk less, but when you talk, eighty percent should be questions. Right. Interesting. You need to you need to learn to ask the right question, and nine out of ten, the right question is why. It's a simple question. It's it's an open-ended question. So it's not yes or no. And when you ask why, people start talk. And the more you ask why, the more they dig deeper into themselves, right? Mm. And because at the end of the day, to 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 change people, you need to get to the root of why they don't want to change, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, so I give you an example for myself, right? Because I also had some some mentors. Yeah, yeah also. So one thing that I had to learn is that I am very jealous of my in a way I am very proud and very jealous of my work. Right? I don't like when people tell me do this, do this, do that. I don't like when people ask me have you done this? Of course I've done this. Come on, you know, who, who are you talking to? It's me, yeah. Enrico. I, I know this stuff, right? 
so I absolutely like you know when people were asking me that question, I would become very defensive and aggressive and you know and and then and then I start with with someone someone else and they start asking why and 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 basically I find out that I was territorial, just like an animal, right? Mm-hmm. Quite literally. Uh, I'm sure you're aware we have two brains, one rational and one yeah. more primitive. Yeah. Hmm? In fact, you should re- read the book, uh, The Chimp Paradox. Oh, I've heard of it. It's a very good one, but I haven't read it. You heard it? Ah, you should read it. You should read it because if I read that book at your age, uh, now I, you know, the sky would be the limit for me. Really? But anyway, so, so, so basically I learned that my, my chimp, right, according to the book, was just being territorial. I was defending my turf, right? And, and then, you know, but this, I really don't need to do this as a human being. You know, nobody's coming to steal my food in my little area of the jungle, right? And, and so I, by having someone to help me dig deeper into the matter, I understood why I was doing this and now I don't do it anymore. Mm. So that's why asking why is very, very important, you know, and understanding what is the root. And, and very often the root is not in, in the people's rational brain, is it, it's in their, uh, they call it a reptilian brain or, or, you know, or the chimp or whatever analogy you want to use. Mm, interesting what was I guess the hardest challenge for you that you know you had to question yourself to help yourself if that's a question so I I was in Israel I was working in Israel and uh, it was a small team there was me and and another person really Uh, plus the you know in our work there are people that go to the rig to do the work um there was a lot of pressure i was working 14 16 hours per day i was not uh, seeing my family and uh, i had a lot of anxiety and stress because things were not going well and i was afraid i was afraid to lose my job i was afraid that i was not good enough i was afraid of many many things and uh, that was really really tough i i went to you know, ask for medical help as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I, there is what, where I learn, and I think I see a lot of young professional, right? The starts, the work, and they're very ambitious, they're very driven. Uh, they tend to be perfectionist. Everything needs to be perfect. But really, yeah. you know, in life, if you get it 80% right, man, you're good. <laughs> you know, you don't, you don't need to be perfect. And, and uh, uh, you know, the expectation that we put on ourselves sometimes are much higher than the expectation that people have of us. And here I talk work environment, okay? Yeah. Uh, because, you know, as a parent, I might have very high expectation for my daughter. Uh, or, you know, as, as, as my boss has got very high expectation of me, but that's different, right? But 
I think that you must never lose self-confidence because someone tells you that you're not adequate. That's to me is fundamental. Right. And um, the downside is that I can tell you, I can repeat it to you, but really needs to come from you, right? Because mm -hmm. I think the change, the real lasting change is the one that come, comes from you. So yeah, that was that was difficult for me, but uh, again, I learned that uh, I don't need to be always 100% perfect. And I've also learned that at the end of the day, and I think you mentioned it before, at, at the end of the day, if you want to be a leader, you need to be in tip-top shape. You need to be healthy. You need to be mentally fit. You need to have built resilience for yourself because you cannot help others yeah unless you you know it's to me i always make the same example because that's what i did when i was doing the boy scout you know you're climbing a mountain and your friend needs help with the backpack unless you're physically capable of carrying that extra weight you cannot help and in leadership is the same thing. You sometimes need to be able to carry the extra weight of your team. And I call, you know, I call it unburden your team. Mm. Because when, when your team is weighted by whatever it is that pushes on them, then they cannot perform well. So that's when you need to take more pressure you need to take the pressure away from other people so they can perform at their best. And I guarantee you, unless you have gone through some of painful, you know, not painful, but some, mm, I guess uh, they call him uh, crucible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then it's going to be very tough uh, for you. A bit like, you know, a diamond is nothing else but, carbon that went through pressure and heat mm. and then he survived and he became something i'm a geologist so that i always yeah, use the carbon and diamond example mm. that's cool so i don't know if my question is going to make what would you say is the hardest part of being a leader um the hardest part of being a leader is that you, no matter how bad your day is going, how shitty you feel, yeah. you always need to smile and and be there for the other. And this and this is usually is uh, I mean, uh, I personally don't find this difficult. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know everybody's got his own bad day and, and, and you need to set this aside and, and just uh, be there for, be there for the others. Mm. And um, I guess, I guess, you know, if you were, you know, I see a lot of medical personnel on TV during this period, etc. They, I think they, they are the best example of how strong they are as leadership because you know, it must be extremely difficult to work in an environment where people are sick, people are dying. You know, you need yeah. to be very, very empathic, very strong, very brave. 
yeah. and still do your job, right? So yeah. I think they, they are truly, yeah. truly heroes. Yeah, this, yeah. this health, health personnel these yeah. days, yeah. I spent three months in hospital and that was probably the worst time of my life. Just seeing everyone suffer every single day. I can't imagine yeah. how it would be to like work there and work there, yeah. Stay positive at the same time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The training. So what are you focusing on at the moment in terms of we're always learning, um, and I, I believe like you know, becoming your best self, there is no end. What are you focusing on to um get to your next best version of yourself and how does that look like for you? So I'm focusing a lot on communication. Um, you know, English is not my first language. So I, I always think I need to make uh, much more effort to be able to communicate uh, at, uh, at the level where a CEO can communicate, right? Uh, somebody like Steve Jobs or Tim Cooks or, you know, Barack Obama, for example. And obviously, the, these are my, my, my idols, if you want, in terms of how they talk and how they communicate. Mm. And that's why I started making videos, right? Because when you make videos, you then see yourself and, and you see the mistakes. If you, mm, yeah. you see if you repeat words, um, you see if you, uh, like now, you know, what I'm going to say now. And... <laughs> Yeah, no, I so, totally agree. So, and 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 that that helps you also focusing your message because I think that one thing they don't teach you in school, at least not mm. when I was going to school, uh, is how to communicate effectively, which is not just you know how to make a good PowerPoint. Uh, it's really uh, there are techniques that. As I said, you can go and read in books, etc. And um, yeah, so I'm trying to improve, really, uh, to get my communication to to really the, the next level now, right? Um, because also we talk about change before, and you know, obviously, even if I'm Italian and I can move my hands a lot, uh, only only through effective communication you can communicate change that yeah. is not threatening yeah. so i think i think that anyone who aspires to be a leader needs to start working on her communication skill bright and early yeah it's also one of my goals <laughs> at the moment yeah see yeah. you're too good do you still have any, I guess, like insecurities or fear at the moment? Or you would, would you say you've like mastered, you're like completely at peace with everything? Look, look, uh, you know, one, one of the reasons why you're afraid is because you're afraid to lose something, right? I've got nothing to lose, really. Yeah. Um, but this comes with time. And, mm. and, and you realize it when it's your time, uh, you know, my commitment to you is that I will continue to be present on LinkedIn and, 
making my videos and uh, because I've just started so but to be honest with you and I can give you an example my wife is from Canada French Canada mm -hmm. and I moved there and I, I could not speak French and uh, it's very similar to Italian so you know it was easy for me but my wife was you know she was my girlfriend at the time she was I Enrico, you know, you haven't, you're not afraid to speak with people you don't know in the street, in the bars. No, I need to learn French. You know, how can I learn if I don't uh, speak? You know, my, my parents, uh, when I was 16, uh, and, and my English was just what I learned in school, right? They put me on a plane and they sent me to Hastings uh, in UK to an English school on my own. And, and I literally knew, you know, hello, my name is Enrico and uh, where can I eat something? <laughs> you know? I can relate. And, and uh, so I guess I was, my parents told me never to be afraid to make mistakes, right? And that's yeah. another thing that is important for, for leaders take away the fear of making mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes, you know? Mm. You just, if you learn from that, you just get better from it, right? The mistake you don't want to make is, you know, drink and drive and then kill yourself or kill other people. Those mistakes, you, you cannot go back, right? Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's, that's also what I tell my team. For us, safety is very important. You know, people work in difficult environment uh, um, with heavy machinery. I tell my team, you know, the only mistake you cannot make is to hurt someone. Mm. Right? The rest, look, uh, if you've not hurt someone, then your, your mistake is reversible. Mm. Yeah. So don't be afraid to make mistakes. The, on the outside, it might feel like leaders are people who make the least mistakes and make the best decisions but now i'm thinking is it actually it's leaders that are the people who are willing to not be afraid to make the most mistakes oh. absolutely absolutely i mean uh, th think think about uh, somebody like elon musk right mm. uh, how many rockets did he destroy before he got it right probably a lot you know? Uh, yeah, and and no, you you must not be afraid. What you must do as a leader is to say, okay, I am accountable for the mistake. Mm. Something goes wrong, it's my fault, right? Uh, because again, when you do that, you take away from your team the fear of making mistakes. So if you have a job, right, or you, let's say you're in school and, uh, but this does, does not apply in school, actually. This applies when you have a job or you start a business or whatever, right? And you have a small team. If you say, if you make a mistake, uh, I'll cut your salary or I'll fire you or whatever, or I'm aggressive when you make a mistake, then everybody will be afraid to make a mistake, right? Mm, that's true. So when people are afraid to make a mistake, what, what will they do? They will just sit behind their computer all day 
trying to do the very, very minimum mm. to, to get by. But if I was a leader, I said, look, don't worry. If you make a mistake, it's my fault. I will take responsibility. Then you're giving permission to the people around you to make those mistakes. And when people are free to make mistakes, then they have the courage to try new things, mm. which it's always desirable, right? You, you, you want to try new things. Again, yeah. you don't want to try and drive drunk. You don't want to try, you know, drugs. You don't want to try things that could, guess what, kill you and, and, and injure you. Mm. But everything else, really, you have to try. Mm. And you as a leader, the key is to take away the fear of making mistakes. Mm, and that is that that is a really good point so take away the fear of making mistakes and take away help other people to take away their fears of them correct yeah i love that that is really good um what do you think is the biggest mistake that leaders make um other than being perfect trying to be perfect i i think the bigger mistake leader makes and i still also make sometimes is to not to accept uh, to be challenged. Mm. And I think, I think this is a complex topic and a complex situation because, you know, sometimes as a leader, you also need to take tough decisions. Yeah. And some, somebody might come somebody may come with the best idea in the world and you will have to say no. And then that person will insist because he knows the best idea in the world. Uh, but at one point you need to say no. And, um, and sometimes also leader lacks the courage to, to really be completely transformative. And this happens very often in time of crisis. You know, when, when there's a lot of pressure, when it's time of crisis, then, then, uh, that's where leaders tend to behave less like leaders and, and more like firefighters, right? Uh, and uh, uh, but sometimes it's necessary. You, you don't like it, but but you know when the house is on fire, it's really hard to discuss why the house is on fire. You know, you, you just want to put the fire out and and, uh, and uh, when the house is on fire, somebody scream orders and the other people do. You cannot have, okay, let's sit and discuss how we're gonna do this, uh, etc. So the house on fire analogy is a bit like in time of crisis, right? Mm-hmm. And I think you see it uh, now with the, the coronavirus, right? In places where government said, okay, you are going to stay home, that's it. Then the virus went down in places where people said, oh, you can stay home, but you can also go outside and a bit of this, a bit of that. Then, you know, and I think uh, looking at the news, uh, Italy and UK were two countries where yeah. leaders did not act. Yeah. The message was a bit mixed, you know? Yeah. 
or like here in Malaysia, they said, okay, you stay home. And the first week people were going outside for, for a run and people get the police and they took them uh, to prison. You, you can disagree with that, but I personally think that the house was on fire and the, they decided that people should not be outside and they took action. Yeah, I think being firm and certain is important, isn't it? Um, yeah. This question just randomly just popped up. Do you think there is a difference between female and male leaders from your uh, experience? Ooh, I need to be careful here. Th there is, but I tell you one more. I tell you one more. Every leader is different. There are no two female leader equal. There are no That's two true. male leader equal. Um, and, and if you ask me, I cannot find a, a common leadership trait that say, okay, all the female has got this and yeah. no male has got this. All the male has this and no female has that. Uh, so the answer is really, I said yes at the beginning, but the answer is really mm -hmm. no. Mm -hmm. uh, because, because every leader is by definition different because each of us is different from each other. Yeah. I, I think you need to have... And, and I think you need to have the core fundamental, which is actually a core fundamental of what I think a human being should be, which is respectful, yeah. kind, empathic. And then the rest will come. You know, some leaders, some leaders uh, might prefer a more direct approach. Some leaders might, you know, talk more and, and elaborate more. Some leader would like numbers more, some leader would, would, would prefer big visions and etc. But, you know, this is not uh, particular to, to men or, or women. I, I can tell you, especially in my industry, we're not doing too well with female leadership. Uh, Why and, do you think uh, that is? Oof. I have the discussion with one of my female employees very, very often, and, and I tell you, is um, we're just uh, we're, we're we're just clinging to the old way to do things, right? Um, and I here I talk only for my industry because I cannot talk for for other industry, right? But obviously, our industry was born when you know, the women's situation was much different. Uh, the physical work uh, can be quite hard. And so when, you know, not now, because now we have women on the rig, etc. But back then, uh, it was really a man's job, right? Uh, or perceived as a man's job. And I guess that stayed with the industry till these days, right? I, I also think and I'm struggling with this because, uh, you know, talking with some of my female colleagues, unfortunately, there is still a lot of harassment, you know, uh, because you go to the rig and there's a lot of men and, you know, uh, well, you know, uh, you heard about all this Me Too movement and, and harassment, etc. So probably a lot of women are put off because they don't want to find themselves in a position to be on a rig uh, with, uh, you know, 500 people and five women. Um, mm. uh, 
I think, I mean, I put myself in their shoes. It must be, in a way, intimidating. Mm, yeah. And, uh, you know, what, what I'm personally trying to do, and, and that is also not easy, you know, now what I want to do is every time I hire for one position, I need to interview the same number of candidates, men and female. So then everybody's got the same chance, right? Yeah. And actually, the last time we we hired, we had eight positions, and we hired six out of eight were female. Oh, that's good. So okay. we took we took you know we took nine and nine, and mm. at the end the best candidate, you know, were six and two. Mm. Maybe the next time will be five and five, but at least you have a fair starting point because I think one of the biggest problem is that you're biased. So if, if all the managers are male, their friend will be male and their network will be mostly male. And guess what? They will hire a male. Mm, that's true. Yeah. So, so I think it starts from the very beginning when they, you recruit uh, people. Mm having that rule I guess balance and then yeah, yeah I, I think I think you know I don't like rules because yeah and I spoke I spoke with a, a lot of female employee and some of them said look I don't want anybody to tell me that I got the job because I was a woman especially so, you know yeah especially clever ambitious young woman they, they don't want uh, any favor right yeah. They want to show that they can do, and obviously they can, you know, they want to show that they're as good as any male as they are and sometimes better. And so I understand that you, sometimes you have to, I, I also don't agree, but sometimes like in government, etc., you should have a quota. It's important. Otherwise it's never, you know, and a government should lead by example. Mm -hmm. If you want the country to be more diverse and, then the government should be diverse. Otherwise, right? Uh, the example is not there. So, yeah, so we decided we're always going to interview half and half. It's a start. Yeah, it's a start. I think it's getting much better from my perspective. I think. Oh, that's a good thing then. Yeah. But it'll be interesting to understand a bit from my parents perspective in terms of like expectations and leadership and how you how you see you know just yeah so so i i truly believe that and this is not for me this is from a, another book i read um you know children's the book says are like arrow yeah you you and you are the bow and the archer. So you point the arrow in the direction you think is correct, right? Mm. But once, once you let the arrow go, yeah. then the arrow goes, you have no more control right. on the arrow. That's right? powerful. And, and I truly believe that my parents behave like that with me, uh, you know, I think, I think a parent's job is to teach 
that everybody's equal, to respect diversity, to be kind, to listen to people, uh, to make mistakes. Unless, of course, back to the, you know, drinking and driving. but 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 then you need to you need to be sure that the teaching the core the the fundamental of the person will be strong and then you know i, I i'll give you an example you know, my my daughter she started today to take japanese lessons she's in love with japan she would like to japan and go to japan and and find that is really her nice. uh, yeah, we went there to Tokyo and, 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 uh, and of course, you know, I will never tell my daughter, oh, you need to be a lawyer, you need to be a doctor, you need to be, you know, I think children don't belong to parents. And I think that parents that, um, that would like their children to be their reflection, they will always be disappointed no matter what right mm. because 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 um, everybody's different and uh, i i can only hope that my daughter has learned from me the importance of respecting others and trusting herself after that the arrow is gone and uh, it's up to you my baby and i will always love you no matter what that's nice yeah I think that's a great example how like from my perspective I would want parents to be like normally I ask my guests to share like give us a challenge to take action on do you have any like challenge for us that would you know fun for us to do to develop the leadership or anything yes Spend less time on TikTok and more on TED Talk. Oh, I love that. Thank <laughs> you. I don't have TikTok, so, but yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I, I thought TikTok was the latest. Uh, it is, yeah. I just chose But not. I think it is, right? So, but uh, yeah, so that would be my challenge. You know, I'm not going to even try and tell you not to use your phone for half an hour a day, <laughs> but uh, if, you know, um, Actually, I said it very well the first time, you know, mm. less TikTok and more TED Talk. Yeah. So everyone spend at least one day or a few days to take a break from TikTok and more time on TED Talks. So yeah, that is, I really like that. That was great. Um, thank Perfect. you so much for coming. And if people want to connect with you and talk to you, can they reach out to you on LinkedIn or website? Of course. Of course. Yeah. I, well, the website is still on, on work in progress, but you know, uh, on LinkedIn, um, I think I'm there because uh, because I wish that uh, when I was a young professional uh, uh, or a student, um, I wish that I could have reached out to somebody, uh, you know, in my fields and uh, and just talk and ask questions. So, mm. yeah. Uh, if you guys want, just give me a shout and uh, understand that I am seven years earlier than you guys, so I might uh, take some time to answer, but uh, I'll do my best. 
thank you so much and yeah definitely reach out i will link all the description all the links in the description and until next time i hope everyone enjoyed the episode reach out to Inbrico on linkedin reach out to me on linkedin or instagram and if you liked the episode it would be super cool if you could share it to people add a review on apple podcasts and yeah until next time guys